Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast with me, Chanel Patrice Hancock. It's raining outside today. It's going to be 78 degrees Fahrenheit here in Akron, Ohio. And it's supposed to rain off and on all day. Let's just say it's been steaming hot for the past week or so. Especially this weekend where it was 110 degrees for two days straight and 90 yesterday. So to have it be 78 degrees today and it's supposed to cool down this week, that's a relief for a lot of us in the Midwest, let alone the rest of the U.S. But that's what happens when it's summertime. It can become extremely hot. Um, I want to... Thank the sponsors of the show, Anchor.fm, for sponsoring today's episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast. We are coming up on episode 100 next week. This is episode 99, and this episode is mainly about my language learning journey Japanese challenge that I started on Saturday using the Michelle Thomas method. I thought I would give a review on the total Michelle Thomas method and the advanced Michelle Thomas method. What I liked about it, what I didn't like about it. And, you know, I love his method because it's so accessible. For me, as someone that's visually impaired, I don't reprint anymore. And so to be able to learn a language, you know, by ear and not have to worry about looking words up, um, you know, there's a fine structuralized system where it's it's a stress-free environment. I'm not having to force, you know, vocabulary down. The grammar is easy to pick up. You know, and they say that Japanese is an easy language to speak, but it's difficult when it comes down to the reading and writing of Japanese because of the hiragana, kanikana, and kanji. So, when you have three different alphabet systems and some of it derives from Chinese, you often don't know what to think about it. If you should tackle it or not, I would say if you want to learn Japanese, go right ahead. You know, I love it. It's it's a beautiful um, language with a lot of culture, a lot of history behind it. Um, you know, I mean, evidently, you know, you think of Japan, you think of Toyota Company, you think of, you know, technology, um, you know, mobile phones, you think of... Um, you know, fashion, you think of cinema, you think of um, Japanese music, you know, it. you think of Japanese food, you know, you think of karate, you know, you think of a lot of different things when it comes down to Japanese. And, you know, I started off with this one and I said to myself, okay, let's see how long it takes me to go through all seven discs. Of, of the Japanese total course and I took some breaks in between because you know the first three CDs it, it covered 
you know, your basics, how to, um, you know, order food, how to, um, talk about your, your do's, your don'ts, um, you know, travel, um, how to suggest things to people in a polite manner because there are certain things about Japanese that is a lot more formalized than some languages that I've studied in the past. I mean, okay, there is a hierarchy of speaking where if you're talking to someone that's older than you, you have to speak a certain way. If you're talking to your friends, you have to speak a certain way. If you're talking to your employer, you have to speak a certain way. And it's a lot to remember. I mean, there are um, different articles that you have to remember, different markers. Like when you're talking about using, um, you know, you're talking about food or drink, you're going to use O after the the subject. The verb is always at the end of the sentence. Um, you know, as long as you have the verb at the end of the sentence, um, it's not going to be difficult. It's kind of a little bit more flexible after that. Um, you know, your past tense, your future tense, your present tense, it's real easy to, you know, um, be able to um, understand how it goes. Um, you know, I will say when you're getting to the point where you're talking about, I like something, um, you know, you have to put that at the beginning of the sentence and then you have to use this and ka, which are, you know, and, and it, you know, there are things that I did find a little bit annoying with it, like some of the students, you know, one of them was really, really good at um, picking up Japanese. The other student, she was okay, but it was almost like I got annoyed with like all her mistakes. So I I saw myself um listening to the actual natural um Japanese speaker who was hired to make sure that the tones um and the pronunciation was correct now i will say even the person who was the teacher um some of her tones were flat but she did make an effort to say this is the correct way that you would want to say these particular phrases, these particular words, you know, because most Japanese speak this way. But if you do not sound this way, you will still be understood. I, I was very happy that she was able to give a more direct detail about it. Um, in that regard, I think this course was a lot more structuralized than I would say the Michelle Thomas Italian course where the woman just butchered Italian. And I mean, now if you want to talk about the French course, which was an amazing course in itself, um, because Michelle Thomas was doing that course, the Spanish course, the German course, and, um, he did all those courses before he passed. And then his students had did some of the courses 
like the Arabic and the Hindi and the Russian and they had really good people to do those particular courses with his method which is great um it does work I will say that I actually enjoy it because I'm able to get a nice like to an A2 foundation and then I'm able to work off of that with other material from other resources um but I will say that I didn't find myself making as many mistakes because I've used a few other Michelle Thomas courses like Russian and Dutch and French and Italian. So, you know, I, I would I would say, yes, get this course. It is worth it. Um, you actually find yourself understanding and retaining a lot more. Um, I, like I said, I took some breaks in between when I was doing this um, seven-hour, you know, um, experience of immersing myself with this one course by itself. Um, I will say it is steep in price if you buy it outright. Um, I bought mine used off of Amazon, which you can do. And, um, or you can buy it off of iTunes or Google Play Store. Um, you know, and if you get the digital from the iTunes, it's like eighty two ninety five or something for like the total course. But I will say... I really did enjoy this. I actually could start to understand some Japanese in like a TV series that I was watching the other day. Um, I actually watched this um, Japanese um, show called State of Fortune um, on Netflix. And I had English subtitles with the Japanese going on and I was able to understand quite a bit, to be honest. Um, with you and I went through one pass of of the Japanese total Japanese um, I will say yes in the beginning you might fall asleep so make sure that whenever you decide to do this course um, that you do it when you're alert the earlier in the day the better I would say and you know just take your time with it I mean I was able to pick up the grammar very easily and pick up a lot of the vocabulary. But I will say there is a downside. The downside is you might want to go through this course a couple times. Just to make sure you get all the vocabulary. Because sometimes, um, even when I'm trying to speak. Trying to activate what I've learned. It takes me some time to get the words that I want to um, say to come up in my head. So... I mean, that's probably the only thing that I found to be a little annoying, but that's okay because the more exposure I have to the material, the better I'll get. Now, I will say, using the Michelle Thomas course by itself, you might be able to get to an A2. I will say that. Um, understand that. Yet, if you want to supplement, you know, you can do Aussie Mail, you can do Teach Yourself Japanese. Um... There are other courses, JapanesePod101.com by InnovativeLanguageLearning.com. Um, that's, you know, I would do that. Um, you know, you can do Anki, you can do Memorize, Drops, even Duolingo. 
um, if you want, in order to supplement. Now, I would supplement with a lot of high-frequency um, material that you find to be interesting. Like for me right now, I want to know more about food and drinks from Japan. I want to know about more about their political system from Japan. So I try to make it as personal, and I would advise a lot of people to make it as personal as I possibly could make it. Just because that way you're able to be immersed in the language with information that you find to be um, interesting to you. Um, I will say that um, the only thing is, you know, people assume that you're supposed to be perfect when you come out of doing a seven-hour immersion, and that's not even how it works. So, I mean, I would I would do one pass, and then I'll wait and let the information sink into your head, and then I'll go back and do another pass, just to make sure that you have it all locked down in your head. And I would start speaking right away, because that way it helps you with your pronunciation, and it'll help you with the sentence structure. The sentence structure wasn't hard for me to map in my head. I'm very good at mapping the grammar, and as a, the linguist side of me, just to make sure that it, it's correct when I'm saying it. Yet, once I get more vocabulary in my head, I'm able to really use the language freely. I know I'm going to make mistakes. Um, I've made a couple videos already in Japanese, so I'm, I'm hoping that I can find someone to practice my Japanese with eventually. Um, you know, I did not have a headache after doing it, so evidently when you don't have a headache, that means you're really enjoying the language and it's the language for you. Um, you know, some people don't go through an, you know, intense immersion for 24 hours or more and they'll come out with a headache. I, I don't. Um, I've gotten to the point where if my information is limited, I'll keep going. Like I actually spoke multiple languages yesterday in a video, not just Japanese and I didn't have a headache after 45 minutes of speaking. So, all these different languages. So, I, you know, I look at it as the more practice you put into it, the better. Um, you know, Japanese is an amazing language. Um, we have a lot of Japanese people who live here in Akron. So, I'm hoping that I can order food in, in Japanese. I hope I can, you know, I don't know my numbers and my alphabets. So I'm going to try to make sure I know them very well um because i plan on reading harry potter in japanese and watching a lot of japanese um horror movies and tv shows and stuff and that that's basically what i want it for i mean if i have the opportunity to go to japan that would be amazing but i know for a fact that that might not happen right now because it's so expensive to go that far it will probably cost me 1k just to go um, and that's not including hotel and that's not including food or anything else that you need when you go overseas. And But I will say it was a great experience. I will be doing this again. And, um, you know, I would say that if you choose to use Michelle Thomas, you know, just understand these are like hour long um, CDs. And so if you need to break it up where you do a, a, a section 
first and then get that down and then keep going, go for it. But see, once I started, I didn't want, I wanted to go through the entire thing to say I did it. And then I'll go back over it again um, with having mango as a supplement um, because there's a lot of, a lot of um, information in mango that they didn't have um, in, in Michelle Thomas. I will say they did cover all the tenses. Uh, you know, the past, the present, the future, and all that, and, and how it's done. And I was able to memorize that in the different vocabulary that you need it. Your what, your which, your where, your how, you know, all that. Um, and it, it was very simplistic. Um, the pronunciation for me was not difficult at all. Um, you know, I mean, it's not like Finnish or it's not like... Icelandic where the pronunciation's a little bit more dramatic or a little bit more um you know Slavic in nature so um that was a good thing that I found about it I also found that I wasn't stressed out um when using the course at all um and I wasn't distracted usually when you do a language Sometimes you're distracted by social media, you're distracted by the telephone, you're distracted by other people. And I found that the time of day for which I did it, it helped. You know, I did take breaks in between to do some things, cook dinner or whatnot. So that helped. And I also had uh, a really great support system from my polyglot friends from around the world. And people are like really curious to know what my thoughts on this course are and I said I would create a, a episode just for that reason. Um, I I think the final thing I will say, other than the fact that it's a little pricey, you can find it at your library if you want to buy it, buy it used, because that way it's a lot easier for you. I mean, if you want to buy it digitally, I would go to Google Play Store, I would go to iTunes, and I would buy it um, digitally. It's a lot cheaper than going through the manufacturer because it's like Oh, about a hundred bucks just for the total. I mean, I'd rather pay like close to 90, save myself 10 bucks, go through that a couple times, buy the, um, the advanced course or the perfect course. And that's about 60 bucks. And then you just buy the, um, vocabulary builder if you need it and, you know, keep going. Um, you know, Find things that interest you, whether it's anime, whether it's horror movies, whether it's karate, whether it's you want to order food. Find something that's connecting you to the language because that's what's going to be important. The level of motivation that you have to succeed at accomplishing a goal. And my goal was to get through the whole course in one day. I thought it was going to be 20 hours, but it was less than that. It was like less than eight. So I was quite happy with that. I mean, I plan on using... Uh, mango next you know and I don't I I have it locked in my head so I don't have anything to say about me not being able to retain it because I was able to retain it which is a really great thing when you think about it um so I will be going through another pass or two with this course and um I will eventually have a video by the end of the summer saying how much Japanese I've learned um, you know, I'm still doing the rest of my challenges as well. And 
I would I would get this course if I were you guys. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you have any experiences with using Michelle Thomas, let me know. Um, let me know by voicemail at anchor.fm. Let me know um, on Facebook Instant Messenger. Also, I want to plug in too that I have a um, language page that people can join. It's called Chanel's Language Learning Journey Mastermind. And it is a closed group, so you have to ask, um, answer some questions, which are basic, why you want to join the group, and, you know, how many languages you speak, so forth and so on. And, um, you know, we're learning languages in a fun and creative way, so if you have, um, you know, the urge to want to know more about how I do my process, which is all by ear, by the way, I'm not taking any notes down, in braille or anything or audio I'm just I'm retaining it through my brain and my brain only so um yeah let me know Chanel's language learning journey mastermind at facebook.com c-h-e-n-e-l-l-e apostrophe s language learning journey mastermind at facebook.com I will leave this in the show notes for you guys and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and remember language learning is a journey not a race enjoy the process and i will see you guys in the next episode of chanel's language learning journey podcast bye bye